Hey, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Brett Nallen and uh, David Nallen coming with you with those Nallen Brothers podcast. How you doing, David? Good, good. How are you doing today? So uh, we're going to jump right into this. We're going to explain a little bit about what we want to do with this podcast, what we want to be about. Uh, we're avid brothers that game, invest in technology, uh, some other things. I'm going to explain a little bit myself. I'm a 32 years old family man with a, a wife and two kids. Been gaming now since I was about 15, 16 years old, uh, pretty consistently. Uh, been working in the Army for the last 10 years. Uh, about to be getting out. Um, looking at moving on and doing better things uh, and other things. Mainly been uh, focusing on my gaming environment in the first-person shooter realms. That's where I live, breathe, and die. I also dabble in uh, a lot of other games, Assassin's Creed, Mass Effect, uh, any of those big massive drops that come out that are just you cannot you cannot AAA games yeah AAA Rockstar games Grand Theft Auto anything that is just just pretty much the gotta play games that just massive you can't get away from them that's that's what I get away I play, I play a few other little niche games Star Trek Star Wars uh, but mainly that I'm a I'm a big tech techno junkie uh, gotta always have the new hotness phones. Tablets, computers, uh, anything that I can afford to pick up, I try to pick up. I definitely keep track of all of it. Um, that's about that covers me about what I do. Um, let's just tell us a little bit about yourself, Dave. Well, I'm 22. I'm David Nallen. Well, 20. I'm David Nallen. Um, I'm going to college right now for a computer engineering degree. Uh, I play games, I play RPGs, I play pretty much if it comes out and I got the money for it, I'll play it. <laughs> Including no lifing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. I am a completionist when it comes to games, so if I can 100% it, I'll 100% it. Not me. Um, but beyond that, I've been playing since... Who? Shoot, uh... David's been playing since he was old enough to pick up a controller and think he was playing um, any type of game. Uh, I think the first game he got introduced to was GoldenEye. Yeah, it was GoldenEye. Uh, I would put a controller in his hand. I would put the controller in my hand, and I'd be like, "Hey, here you go. You're playing GoldenEye." And I'd run through missions, and he'd think he's good to go, sitting in my lap, two years old. Just suckered. And now I can, now I can basically outshoot his way out of any first-person shooter game out there, and I'm just sitting there camping in the corner, hoping no one finds me, and I can get a kill or two. So <laughs> it's crazy how the tides turn in our lives. So yeah, um, so I guess let's go into video games. Uh, let's go. Let's cover some topics first. Let's cover yeah. some topics. So what we're gonna, what our goal and purpose of this cast is, we're gonna. Cover big things in uh, video games, movies, text, uh, cell phones, tablets, PCs, anything in that tech and that environment we like. Um, maybe some stories that we've had. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely tell. We'll definitely tell six stories about how we we double jumped, jumped and shot and killed you in a gun game and m- murdered you for the win. I mean, it's just it, those things happen. Or driving an OC car in a wall for like five seconds to a. We don't talk about those things. Uh, the, the the other big thing we're gonna talk about maybe a little sports in there. Definitely have to throw some big sports events in there. Uh, that's another thing though. We are both. Um, I'm a big Mariners fan and a baseball advocate. I know you played all the way through high school. Yeah, high school my junior year, and I took a. Then I decided to go into technology. Kind of a what type of technology though? Like what, what type of route was you taking that technology? Uh, I went into robotics. So first I went into just 
construction of a robot, manufacturing, and then I went into programming, and I haven't left yet. So I've been programming for six, six years now? Yeah, about six years now. Hacking anybody yet? Yeah. Oh, you change your pack around and jump like that? Yeah, I do that to people when I, like, when I get bored at night and I can't sleep. I'll just go on to someone's random account go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before you put yourself in jail here, yeah. let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so, yeah, that's basically the general overview we're going to cover. We'll, we'll just cover things we enjoy, things we like to do. Um, we're two brothers, and that's what we like. All right, we're going to move on to our first segment of the day. We're going to talk about uh, some of those um, current games that are out there. Uh, since, of course, we we're brothers talking about gaming, we're going to talk about what we enjoy doing gaming, which is playing with each other. We're going to mainly focus on multiplayer games because that's what we do with each other. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of want to talk about a, we've been playing this game. We found it on sale. It's on sale right now on Steam if you guys want to pick it up. Uh, Dying Light. Um, it's, a, it's a very different type of game. It's a, it's a running game. It's... A zombie game, which you run around. It's a it's a survival based game. It's try not to take away too much in the spoiler department, but you're a you're 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 a zombie. The whole world hasn't been taken over. You're just on this island city that has been infected, and now you're 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 you're, you're uh, surrounded by zombies, and you're you're infected as well. But there's this medicine that keeps you from turning into a zombie. And you're basically trying to bring that to your city. You're special. There's a, there's a whole thing. You're specially dropped. Uh, you're, um, you're basically a Delta Force guy or some type of elite commando. Yeah. And you're trying to find your way through the city, doing your missions while surviving. And I think the part that's really, 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 really unique about this game is one, the story mode is co-op. Yes. Co-op after you get done with your toil. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's really unique about this game is it's not third-person view. So mm-hmm. it's um, you do everything in the first person, and most of your weapons are not guns. Yeah, most if you use in this game, if you use guns, it tracks a lot of zombies around you, which you don't want because too many zombies, you just get surrounded and you have to run and. It's hard to run sometimes. So, in this game, you're with your running, you're you're using anything that you can for a weapon, knives, crowbars, pipes, pipes. Uh, well, what's the most interesting weapon we've been given in that game? A, uh, I gotta say, a um, a revolver with a concrete end on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, from the big guys. Yeah. yeah, you get those off the big guys, and you kill, finally kill them. Yeah. Uh, I like the uh, rowing oars, the oars. Yeah. The rowboat oars. You're going to whack people with oars, this big old slow weapon um, that just takes forever to hit a zombie with, but then packs just a massive punch. Those are always – that's always fun. Um, but uh, the other part that's very, very unique about the way this game plays is it's not um, – you know, just running flat on the ground. It's very, very three-dimensional. Yes. Um, and with those three dimensions, um, zombies, there, there's a few special zombies that can climb. But for the most part, the other zombies can't climb. Mm-hmm. And you can. So you have this, this this very strategic point of the game where it's not just, I'm going to smash my way through everything, take on the horde, and come out ahead. That's not what this game's about. No, most of the time, if you do that, you you get swarmed and die. So, so I would say the part that's most most interesting and best about this game is one, you're giving a true amount of limited resources. Bull, no, there's no bullets. Guns are very short in hand. The best we've had is a handgun so far. Yeah, a handgun, and we had to. I mean, we had one guy on top of a truck hitting zombies, while another guy was picking the truck. Yeah, so um, there's resources are incredibly limited, and when you when you play through this game, I highly recommend it. I would say you say the same thing, yeah. 
Uh, we're only a good five hours, six hours into it right yeah, six now. Hours. Six hours. We've gotten a few of our other buddies onto it. We play together. And you can go back like a, like you can to Borderlands and pick them up and bring them back up with you. And you still get experience and everything else for doing that. So your character still builds. Uh, so and it remembers where you are in the story mode. So if you want to play again by yourself or someone else at your point, you can. Yeah, so you're not, you're not limited to just... Um, Strictly to, sticking to a story mode that you guys, you're you stuck to with a small group where you have to do that small set of missions together, uh, you can you can manipulate and move through up and down, up and down with uh, through the story mode with anybody else. Uh, let's kind of move on from this. Let's move on to a, a much more... Let's go with one of the little bit bigger, least first-person, third-person shooters, Battlefront. So, Star Wars big release, Battlefront, uh, big drop by EA. Um, let's get uh, let's get some of your uh, likes and dislikes about this, Dave. Weapons are limited to I think only twenty one, or was it or was it eleven? It was eleven guns. Eleven guns. There's not there's not a lot. There's not much. There's not a great selection. And maps. There's five maps out, but they only leased it with four maps. And those maps could be segmented into smaller maps, but when you're just a multiplayer game, four maps isn't a lot. So, yeah, that's kind of like kind of like caveat on what you were saying there is, um, they only released four maps, which when you're playing the game modes is nowhere near. You play for about I don't know about an hour or so, and you're like, man, we've already played the entire. This entire map series twice now, mm-hmm. and I I want to I want something more. Like what is going on? And he moved. It. There's they did one good thing there, and they put a bunch of different game modes. Yes, that is a good thing that they did because if you have tons of maps and game modes, you can mix and match, and it will get there some point that you played all the game modes and played all the maps from the, all the different game modes, but you won't go an hour in and get all the maps. And then go another hour and get all the maps and the game modes. Well, that's probably about 30 hours in, but still, it's... it. Once you start playing the maps, once you play the maps, you play the maps, and you know how to run them. So, yeah, and the, uh, the, the only thing that's good about that is there's also uh, TIE Fighters versus X-Wings, and you get to play a lot. There's a strictly air battle maps. I mean, it has the very same feel as... Um, uh, battlefield games where it's massive multiplayer. I, I, I do. I am very disappointed that there's not a like traditional battlefield type mode to it, where it's just conquest of certain points, more free roaming. You feel you do. I do feel for a game as big as it is, it's still very very restricted. Yeah, the maps don't seem so wide. Like you can run through the maps in less than ten seconds with wise. Well, the yeah the the maps aren't wide. The maps, the maps are very, very linear, mm-hmm. and you only get to come in at certain points. I'm very frustrated in the part when you have a massive squad of anything more than three. You still can always spawn on your your partner, which is frustrating because I want to spawn on my squad. Yeah, the point of there, you have, there's a party. You can have a party, and then you can have your squad member. So you have a party of let's say six. They get counted as only. Three squads. Yeah, so it's. I don't know if that was designed to keep the more and more interesting for the smaller players, but when you have a group or a, a group of bigger, of bigger players or a bigger squad, it's hard to. <coughs> it's frustrating because now you can't, you can't really work as a squad and play with a squad. Um, you have to, and you spend the most, and you end up. It turns into the game. It turns into how far can I run before I get shot at? Yeah, and then so now your your sniping becomes more important because now, or some version of sniping becomes more important because you're taking a lot more longer shots. You got to run up. Sometimes you get spawn trapped in this god awful one location when because they spawn you all in this one location on one of the maps. Yeah, yeah, hop. You just get spawned in this one location at some point where you're just basically coming straight out of the same spot over and over and over again and hoping for different results. Yeah, and there is none. And the only way around that is to go back about, run five minutes backwards, come up and around the hill, and then 
hopefully you can there's not a guy watching that way. Yeah, hopefully there's not a guy sniping off people that are coming that way, or a couple guys coming that way, getting easy kills by people just rolling, running out solo at full blast. So uh, that's our kind of paces. Like I still have to say though, um, it's a it's fun game. Once they get more maps to it, it'll be another one I'll touch on again. But uh, I did like the part they they dropped a free map that so was part of the new the new um, the new map pack. They also dropped another mode with that map too. It's so it's in that mode you have three points you're attacking at the same time, and as you capture them, they don't ever the the alliance always takes them, and you can't retake them as the. Um, opposite team. Opposite team. Well, the if the alliance or the rebels can keep on taking it, the oh we know as the stormtroopers, uh, or the first first Reich spoiler Star Wars things right there. And the stormtroopers aren't part of the evil empire anymore. It's the first first order. That's what they call themselves nowadays. So um, they did introduce a new game mode, which I like because it's one it, it spreads the the gameplay out because mm-hmm. there's three points to attack, so you're not you're not constantly being just set up between basically like I call civil war style shooting where there's you got a guy on one side and another guy on the other side and you start shooting at each other a few five dice for us. Yeah, it's the there's a lot of there's a lot more blurred lines. You can get behind people. There's multiple angles of approach. You can fire from one direction to another. Train. There's just there's, there's more there's more going on and it makes the shooter more enjoyable. <laughs> Um, but I think it covers Battlefront. Mm-hmm. So, let's move on to... Oh, I do want to cover one more thing in Battlefront, though. Uh, they are promising a lot more maps, a lot more stuff drop coming in there, but they're also saying after this Jaku, Jaku drop that it is going to be only with their season pass, which their season pass is forty nine ninety nine. That's almost another game on its own. Yeah, so you're dropping $100 on this game, and they said it'll cost you about fifty nine ninety nine if you buy all the DLC by itself. So $100 for a video game that still hasn't impressed me as of yet, I might just have to wait until that season pass gets on sale. Because that's, that's a lot of money to swallow for something that, that might turn out to be gold at the end. Yeah, that's... Or you might just spend a hundred bucks and go, well, I played 30 hours in this. But that's the that's the downside of EA money marketing machine where it's just, they come after you and come after you and every penny. They did the same thing with uh, Batman where they had a season pass that was worth thirty nine ninety nine, and they didn't tell you anything about what was on season pass and their first DLC drops were just... Car, yeah, they were just cool with it. Hey, I think it was a car or something like that. It was car no. uniform changes. Uh, it was a car camo changing. It was all just aesthetics, 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 aesthetics. It wasn't actual content to play. And I mean, they recently just dropped some content to play, but I mean, it was definitely not worth the money they that it was said it was worth. Yeah, and uh, EA is starting to do that over and over and over to its consumer base, and the problem is that we as a consumer base keep on. Yeah, I wish they did it like how they did it with Mass Effect 3. I mean, I didn't buy a single DLC for that game, and they put all the multiplayer things out free. After it had been out for long enough that it really had been out for a while. Six months. Yeah, six months. Like, they're doing this... Oh, EA doesn't carry... Assassin's Creed. No. Um, that's Ubisoft. Uh, uh, all the Battlefield 4 now, mm-hmm. it's like that. Or it's so cheap, it's not It's not a big deal. Yeah. You can buy a Battlefield 4 hardline pack right now on Xbox One for 30 bucks. I think it comes with all the DLC and the whole nine yards. Didn't Battlefront, uh, Battlefield 4 come out with a new DLC? Yes, they just dropped a new DLC a couple months ago or one month ago. It's been very, very recent. I'd have to check my facts on that or... Somebody will correct us at some point. We'll, we'll, we'll have to make a correction on the show. All right, so let's move on to our next game. Let's go to Rock Band. So I picked up uh, Thanksgiving weekend, bunch of family over, everything else. I was like, forget it. You know what? We're having a bunch of fun. I'll pick up some Rock Band. Now, gameplay, everything else, enjoyability. I picked up drums, mic, and new guitar for 250 not bad. I say not bad in today's market. 
a little disappointed. It didn't come with the second guitar to make a full actual rock band set up so I could play four people at the same time. But I can't argue in the part that it was that. Uh, I was a little disappointed in the part that I never I got played a bunch of the older rock bands. I owned a bunch of the older rock bands. Uh, they said you'd get all the music from all your old previous rock band content and all that stuff, and I couldn't couldn't make that work. Uh, I ended up having to buy a few more songs, but I have to say, the discography of stuff you can buy of enjoyable songs to play and mimic in rock band are unbelievable. And it, I don't know, it gave us three solid days of entertainment. Yeah, three solid days, like, playing in three, four hours a day. Yeah, and we were about to go down and play some more. We're about to continue that band on again and get some more rock band in. So, I mean, it's going to become a, a family a family staple again. Uh, I got the basic hardware all over again So for the new Xbox One. So I'm pretty sure when the new rock, if new rock bands come out, and even if new rock bands don't come out, I can keep buying... Uh, songs for it. Yeah, they keep on releasing songs. I mean, there's, there's been a, there's over 900 songs already out yeah. there for it, and I know, I mean, there's uh, over half of them are great, top of the line singles, first, you know, first uh, Billboard singles out there that have just come out that everybody knows, everybody loves. And it's always, and it's throughout the ages too, so it's like, the songs that I know, and then those songs that I know, you know. This came out when and I was then there's kid. songs that your little kid knows too. Yeah, there's uh there's definitely a lot of a lot of stuff throughout the time that has helped. I mean, I think I saw there was a pink song on there. What was that? Fever. Yeah, there's pink song. Fever. Pink fever. Pink fever or fever. I don't remember. There's a pink yeah. song on there. I didn't recognize it, but Kim and my kids did. So they were they were all into that. Uh, so. Hey, rock band definitely to say if you got a chance to pick it up, it's worth it. It's worth it if you have a family that can go with it. Yeah. Um. So the last, the one of the, the the biggest games we've been playing recently is we're going to talk about this is Call of Duty Black, Black Ops Three. Now I'm gonna let you start this one off. Okay. So as I've when I started playing Call of Duties, I started off at Wet Wolf, uh, which is five, six, seven years ago. Oh, I don't know. It's been long enough. It's the best Call of Duty ever, in it, my opinion. It, it, it's right there between Black Ops, the first Black Ops, and Wet Wolf. Again, a Treyarch game. So, yeah. I mean, Activision, love them, great, all that stuff. Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 were amazing games. They had fun. We played them for hours. Max Prestige, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. But when we're talking Call of, Call of Duty games, I think Treyarch... Treyarch has done it really well throughout the ages. And to a bigger audience. Yeah, so they had the zombies that... They've had since World at War that they still as just two developers were done with the single player games and went, hey, what else can we do? In it. Uh, so, as a Black Ops games, the maps were, as Call of Duty games, the maps have shortened since I've started playing them. Uh, I would have to say, we, we, always, we got stuck on a. Um, Two of those maps that were just incredibly small. Mm-hmm. Now that we've played through it, played through the map, we haven't. Even, they were still maps today we hadn't played before. That's, yeah, and uh, I would have to definitely say they are. They feel the, a few of the maps feel really, really small, but after playing them, they're not really much different in in the part that they are like uh, the the range that Triarch has done. Uh, Nuketown. Yeah, they had usually they like black off like even uh what that what they had that really incredibly small map with all the class buildings on when you finally finish on playing as the Russians. Uh yeah, yeah, they had that's right. That was a really, really small map they brought in there. Um and then they had that sniper fest map. Yeah, I I don't I it's been too long. It's been too long, and we didn't do our homework before the show, which is terrible. Yeah. Uh, 
we didn't plan on talking about older black. But um, I would have to say, like, look, there's there's a lot of things about this this Call of Duty I like. One, they still got the near futuristic double jumping capabilities, but it's it's not really a double jump. Kind of a little bit of a thrust in the hat. A thrust. 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 Thrust and a hover. Yeah. Thrust and a hover? Yeah. Yeah, and it, uh, if you hold down A, I've noticed some characters that can actually lift up a little bit and get some more out of it. It's a, with a little extra boost, but it's not, it's not overwhelming. It's not like uh, Titanfall. No, where you can go 40 feet in the air. Yeah, where you're, you're, you can jump and scale a four-story building and get yourself level with Titans, and I'm glad it's not, because the maps don't justify it, as mm-hmm. of now, you know, those Titanfall maps are huge, and, you know, with the Titans involved in there, that made the maps feel small, but big enough when, you, when you're when you a tiny guy running around through the maps, you could escape from the Titans. Yeah, you could escape from Titans, or, if you were brave enough and stupid enough, you could take on a Titan, and uh, Advanced Warfighter had that big jump that big jump ability without the maps that can counter that. Not counter it, but complement it. Complement it. And also the part that it just made for, I'm going to be 40 feet in the air shooting you downward. I call it the halo jumping effect. You know, people just, they learned how to play jumping everywhere, jumping everywhere, jumping everywhere. And it just... If you were a true old school Call of Duty person, you were just, this is, you'd be crouched or on the ground or walking. Walking, and it was, I, it, it added a mass amount of three-dimensional to the game where, you know, levels and buildings I never had to check before are now top of roofs and things like that. I didn't have to worry about except for maybe a few of them, and now they're in the game, but I also had to worry about these guys just jumping out of nowhere and over buildings that I thought would be fine and here's this guy killing me from behind because he understands this concept of jumping from A, C, D to F and now he's behind you and it's I mean yeah it was part of the game but it wasn't what Call of Duty did it, it wasn't what Call of Duty did and it's the first Call of Duty I've never had a prestige in and it, it, uh it was the Ghost was the first Call of Duty. I did Max Prestige and four Call of Duties. Advanced Warfare was the first Call of Duty. I stopped playing. I didn't put more than a, over 100 hours in Call of Duty. And I yeah. moved on and I played. It, it brought me to the Battlefield world. Yes. And I am so glad it did because Battlefield, in my opinion, I know people are going to sit there and say, well, is a far superior true shooter. Mm-hmm. Than Call of Duty. Now we're playing Call of Duty Black Ops Three, so don't get us wrong. We still like our Call of Duty, but if they drop the Battlefield Five right now with the with everything else, the true conquest missions, large thirty two on thirty two, or even sixty four on sixty four. Yeah, I I wouldn't be playing. I wouldn't even be touching Call of Duty right now. Yeah, and Call it. Call of Duty still has a, as a shooting game, has a limited selection of guns still. There's four, five guns per class, if that. There's five shotguns, five assault rifles, five submachine guns, and five machine guns, light machine guns, and five sniper rifles, which I don't know who would ever use a sniper rifle in this game. Yeah, because the maps are too... I, I use a high power... Well, we play hardcore, too. Yeah. But I use a... I use a high-powered assault rifle and snipe with it, basically. Mm-hmm. With a red dot, it's good to go. Yeah. I would like a little bit more selection of guns, but they might do that in DLCs. Yeah. I like it in Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they'll... No, I think they'll bring off also some bigger maps in there to make sniping a little better. They, yeah, they might. Uh, the part, you know, the way you can drag yourself on the wall and things like that. I think sniping is a new art form. There were some people doing it today when we were in the maps. We're sniping, and they were doing it from 
very different awkward positions and angles than what you would do traditional sniping. So I think it has to do with your creativity and how you want to do it. Um, yeah, holding off that wall and aiming on sides by moving. Yeah, well, not even doing that. I'm just You can just hang. There's, there's a class, I think, where you can just hang. You can stop and hang. Mm-hmm. So you can be on the side of a wall, take that shot, and then move on. So I think it just has to – I'd have to play it enough to get the feel for doing that in the game. Um, I probably won't be playing it enough to get the feel for that game because I, I kind of like enjoy doing uh, more co-op stuff. I might have put two hours in Advanced Warfare, Last Call of Duty. This one I put five today. Three or four three. today. We put in three or four the other day. We're probably putting about 20 hours into the game already. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely, it's definitely captured more of our... Um, our interest and the part there's zombies. Yes, there's zombies. Um, we haven't even talked in the part that uh, this thing has co-op, which hasn't been around since for that. Well, there's been co-op, but not co-op story mode. I think um, World of War was the last Call of Duty that had co-op story mode campaign, and I. I haven't even played through... I played through the Ghost campaign because I was in Korea, didn't have internet or something like that, the time difference, and I didn't know anybody at the point, so I actually went through and played that. I own Advanced Warfighter, has, from what I'm told, a pretty good campaign in it, actually, for an eight-hour, nine-hour, it's a pretty action-packed nine-hour campaign, Mm -hmm. and I haven't played it. And I own... This is the crazy part. This is how Call of Duty I I am. I own a... Call of Duty Advanced Warfare console, one terabyte with the digital game and the controller, and I barely touched the game. That's how much it ticked me off and how frustrated I was with that game. As I dropped $500 to be a Call of Duty fanboy on a console game, the whole nine yards, and then it disappointed me that much, I don't play it. But also at the time, it was the only one terabyte Xbox Xbox One, so... I might have done it for that reason, too. All right, so let's talk about uh, let's Call of Duty. That's enough Call of Duty for now. Yeah. Let's talk about some other co-op games that we'd like to get into, but um, just haven't got around to yet. We still have to finish Dying Light, of course. We haven't quite finished. I think we're about 30, 44% to that game. Uh, something like that, but we talked enough about Dying Light. Let's, uh... It's, uh, let's talk about Fallout. Fallout. Um, I haven't played Fallout 4 yet because I'm, as being a completionist, I am. I'm right now with the walkthrough, official walkthrough guide, reading through it and playing Fallout 3 to try to get everything complete before I move on to Las Vegas. So it's Fallout 3 a co-op multi, or not a co-op game, so if you're playing it single person, it's also a single player game. Oh man, that's disappointing. It's for co-op. As I've seen now, it isn't. It has to have something online, though. Uh, no, these still the people, Behemoth is the people that do, Behemoth does Skyrim, they do single player games. They do big, single-player games. They do big maps, stuff that's going to take a while to walk through, to go through. That's what they do. They do the single-player audience. <laughs> so so they're just they're just in that massive, immer- more, immerse yourself in their world, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Well, I can't argue with that one. I'm not, I, I'm, I'll probably then still avoid it then. Because only only big games I get into that are just big have to be a part of games are uh, Assassin's Creed, and I'm I'm still playing Black Flag right now, which I wish I had picked that game up sooner. That game is amazing. Um, uh, if you haven't played it, it was free on live. I hope you picked it up. Uh, if you didn't pick it up, I think it's on sale on Steam right now for almost nothing. 
you can. It's also on sale on, I think you get a Black Flag and Unity pack with Xbox, part of the Christmas deals, and it's almost nothing again. Yeah. Um, Unity was a big flop when it came to games, because they had frame, with frame rate issues with... Um, they have frame rate issues that I don't like. When the game keeps on going, but your frame sterilizes, like you lagging in multiplayer games. So the game keeps on moving around you, but you are still on the same street. They, they tried doing too much with it, and too too much in a hurry. So Ubisoft brought brought the game forward. It was originally started production. They have two teams that worked at Ubisoft. So one is working on like. So the Black Flag people, mm-hmm. Black Flag was brought in and totally produced for the 360 PS3 consoles. Mm-hmm. They just upported it and moved it to the Xbox One, improved the graphics, and moved on. Mm-hmm. When they brought it, Unity, they're like halfway through their production at the one-year mark. The Xbox One and Xbox or PS4 were, were uh, released um, and announced, and you know all the information was brought forth to the gamers. And so they only had about a year and a little bit to do this, and they. It was not going to have so many, I want to call them extras, but that mass amount of just huge people in the cities and all that stuff going on. They they brought them to the to the game, mm-hmm. but then while they were doing the game, you know, and their first initial testing, everything was fine. Hardware should be able to handle it. The testing hardware. Well, that was for the testing gamers, you know, who are slow, methodical, whatever. The designers who are trying to look and see little faults and little things and all this other stuff. You know, trying to find glitches they need to fix is what they're trying to do. And then when they brought it to the game and they got the average gamer in there who's just moving. Yep. You know, we're going. Uh, right. Even when they're going and they're moving so fast, it would load in NPCs that would slow down the game. Yeah, well, they're loading all... They can't get rid of the information for the old ones that you've just passed. They're loading the new ones in, and they don't have enough space for them, and they just overloaded uh, the new consoles, and they couldn't handle them, and it would have frame rate issues. They hadn't gotten... They hadn't perfected coding for the Xbox One or the PS4, mm-hmm. and it just crashed the game. Just... I would... I would agree on that thing, but they also had the exact same problem on the PC. Yes, so I think that comes to the part that they they spent so much time trying to upscale it into 1080p, 60 frames per second, with all this stuff going on. I think the producer's um, desire and want for the game uh, it was so so was uh, so. Still out there beyond the technology and the part that coders couldn't streamline their code fast enough to make it to what they what the the, uh, the producer's dream or site picture was, what they wanted out of it. Yeah, the goal, the goal of the game, the goal mm-hmm. of the game could not be realized. So I mean, that's that's Unity. I I don't know. I will play it through. I probably won't know life it though and. Get all the stuff on it and do as much as I usually do, mm-hmm. uh, like I do with um, most other Assassin's Creed games. I'll probably just get through it so I can get on to um, Syndicate, Syndicate, which I got an actual free code for Syndicate for the PC. Someone gave me one. Really? Yeah, I got lucked out. Good old shout out to Phil Bot. He gave me, hooked me up. He got it with a video card he he bought, and he gave me a free code for Syndicate. He uh, sent me. Sent me the code the other day, and he's like, hey, can you use it? And I said, yes. Why not? I said, I'll probably one. I might play it, still play it on the Xbox One, but I might play it also on the PC if I get a chance. Depending on how much cash I have at the time after I get done with Black Flag and Unity, we'll see how I do with that. Because I do enjoy playing on a TV and on an Xbox. Yeah, it makes it the experience more. That's kind of like why I enjoy this little setup we're sitting around right now where I got my my PC here. I have a 27, 28-inch Samsung. It's technically called a monitor, but it's it's got a TV tuner and volume and a remote and everything else uh, for my PC. So when I PC game, my PC got on basically a small TV. And when I, you know, uh, when I'm playing on, you know, games that are, 
also main main focus is consoles. I just plug in an Xbox One controller and go to town, and it really enhances the experience uh, for this for the gaming. But uh, we kind of got off this, uh, got off track a little bit uh, with Forza. Or not Forza. Jeez. Jumping the gun on that, too. With Fallout 4, though, I don't know. You talking about you were probably going to go for it. Finding out that it's not a co-op game. Co-op game kind of makes me limited because I do enjoy... I prefer to game with people. To spend my game time, game, my uh, gaming time with people than I do by myself. Just because my time is limited and it's a social event for me. So, ooh, that might it might be co-op on the Xbox One. I'm gonna see. So as of like Fallout for it's it was rumored to they wanted to do co-op and stuff like that. What they rumored about as of right now, it doesn't have co-op, and I haven't seen anything on the official website to add co-op to it. Sooner or later. So, as of right now, it's not a co-op game. So, um, that's really kind of all the information about games we got here recently. We'll be covering some more games. Actually, let's let's cover some things real quick uh, that games we're excited that be coming out that we want to see that are just going to be amazing this next coming up year. Um, I'm I am beyond stoked to see Tom Clancy's The Division. I haven't heard anything about that. Okay, well, when you get an opportunity, first of all, look at the pre, uh, look at the game time footage of it, and then r- take a couple seconds and read about how the game is played. One, it's uh, I can give you a quick brief overview. One, it's four person, uh, four person teams. So everybody's on their four person team. That first four person team is given an objective. Hey, your objective is to do blah. Go to this point. Click this package. You're in a worn-down Chicago. Now, the entire city of Chicago is your map, beaten down. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like post-apocalyptic, not post-apocalyptic, but post-war, post-war, post-massive war things. Um, so, kind of futuristic tech and things like that, but not total futuristic with the bionics and things like that. Yeah. But you have some abilities to do things like look through, x-ray vision things, stuff like that. But with that, with that... Uh, set up, but the whole thing is is massive, massive maps. So you're your four-person team co-op trying to get to objective B. Team C is objective in the map is to beat to beat you to 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 prevent you from getting your objective. That is, the faster they get to you preventing your objective, the faster you get to your objective. To to uh, to complete it, the quicker you make points, you can complete your mission. Da 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 da. So there might be one team trying to stop you. There might be three teams trying to stop you. There could be two teams. Could be one. Doesn't matter. But basically, this entire map is filled with four people teams trying to do a bunch of different objectives all at the same time. Wow. So you could you could be getting into a firefight coming across here with this team. With, with these two teams that are trying to stop you, while this other team is just trying to get to point B with nothing to do with you, but they don't know. So they might quickly think, okay, well, hey, quick negotiation here real quick, gameplay, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you help us, we'll help you. We just need to get across here. Will you help us take these dudes out? We'll, we'll leave you alone. We'll both be able to move on our way. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's massive. And every four teams is... There's safe zones inside the thing where you can get inside. Kind of like in Grand Theft Auto when you walk into your house, it's a safe zone. You can't get yeah. shot. Da, da, da. Uh, each player has their own little safe zone, so you can get there and kind of regroup, go over your game plan, look at the maps uh, without worrying about being hit, come up with a plan of attack, how we're going to move maneuver to this point, how we're going to do this, how we can prevent the other team from doing it. So if you get a chance, take a look at the, the some of the video coverage, especially some of the stuff they brought out in E3. It's been delayed twice now, which is always a, it's a delayed into the game world is it could be meaning that there's a humongous bug or they want to put some more finishing polish on it. So, Battlefield 4 was not delayed. Yes. And it had so many problems. Mm-hmm. 
and um, it cost probably EA millions of dollars in the long run because they had to drop that game price down to something crazy to get enough people to like it again to bring back their bring back their fan base. Now they have a crazy Battlefield has a crazy crazy loyal fan base. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean Battlefield Hardline? No, Battlefield Four. Really? Four. We, we got it two years after its release. Oh, that's and started playing. So everything had been polished. Everything had finally been glitched, fixed, and everything else. But when it first came out, it was horrible. I mean, we're talking frame rate issues. We're talking people shooting, like people behind people, laying full magazines into people, and nothing happening. Turn around, and getting killed. Kill cameras saying you've been killed by random things. And Battlefield, Battlefield friends, they make a joke that he got killed by a tree one time. It was so bad. So they talk about all these ridiculous things that just happened in Battlefield 4. Mm-hmm. And it was god-awful. It's the when I hear a game is delayed, I say good. Because if I want to be excited about a game, I want to be excited about a good game. Yeah. You know, there's, it's the worst thing ever to be excited, pumped amped about something in the entertainment industry in the, out there, and if you're about to drop your hearted money on and then just be disappointed, well, it's still like you just got robbed. Mm. You know, I still feel a little bit robbed by Advanced Warfighter, because I never played that game. I got a digital code for it. I can't even turn it into GameStop for 10 bucks or whatever and put it towards another game that I can buy. I can't ever do that. Yep. So, I'm going to go on a crazy tangent. When are they going to bring a digital use sales game market where I can take my digital code say I want to sell this code to my digital content copy to somebody else because I never play this game anymore and I want to see if someone else wants to buy it. Um, theoretically, that could happen like quite easily but as that would be a digital realm, the only problem that people that I can see about that is someone like me. Um, I when I program, I try to find bugs and stuff, and find niches and stuff and stuff like that. There will be some way that they can make a copy of the game or find a copy of how to. They'll find a way around it and try to find a way to sell the game multiple times to the exact same thing. That's the only reason they haven't done it yet. Steam's been working on it for a while, trying to get that, trying to find a way to do that. But because yeah, I would love with the biggest, biggest digital content is coming up right now in the world in in gaming and especially in uh, games that are kind of expendable, Madden, FIFA, any sports game out there that has a longevity life of a year, yeah, one year. You can only play that game for one year and you're done. That game is useless after that year is over. When are they going to come out with a way that I can sell that game or sell it back to EA? And in reality, when is EA going to just come out with a subscription-based service where that game is the newest hotness that comes out? I'm paying my blah money a year to make sure I have the newest EA games. EA games. They're getting my money every month or every year, even on a monthly plan, and I get the new... Blah. Blah. I mean, I can even even if it's just I get to pick two or three games. Hey, we want you to give us 120 bucks a year, and you get to save save the money and get three EA games every year of your choosing, or even 80 bucks a year, and you get two games of your choosing, or 90 for two. You know, they up the ante, lower the price type games. Yeah. You guarantee these many games out of I'm going to purchase, I'm going to keep pay, per, paying for your EA Pass, and I'm going to get FIFA, Madden, and NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's the EA game. Yeah, that's the EA game. Yeah. What, I mean, when is EA going to do that? So I can stop just buying these games. It's, it's just, as soon as the next game gets out, it's auto-downloaded. I get the new rosters. My current last season continues on, and I get to keep playing it with the new updated personnel and profiles and everything else. I get to enjoy your experience more with new uh, graphics, upgrades, and everything else. Yeah, I, I would enjoy that, but that would be nice because I'd buy I'm tired of, like, I, when I buy games that I'm not going to play with you, I buy di- I buy hard disk copies. Because if I'm done playing it, 
I can give it to you, or I can just go, well, I'm going to go get some money from it. Yeah, so I would like to see sporting games maybe move to this, more subscription-based services for those of us who are into it all the time. They're consumer-based. I understand they still need to sell out new games and everything else and try to bring new customers into there, but hey, you know, I... I maybe never – I play FIFA right now. I don't play men. And I stopped playing men, even though I have plenty of friends that do play men. is because I got tired of playing $60 a year for the new men, playing it four times, and then not really getting anything out of it. But if you told me, hey, we'll, we'll charge you 80 bucks and you can get men and FIFA every year, or Tiger Woods, 320 or you can like download one game, and once you get done with it, you can delete it off your Xbox and download another game from them. Ah, uh, that's that's the problem with a. I mean, that would be a, a great true subscription yeah. thing, right, and everything else. But when you're talking into the terms of game developers, and they need a, you need to have something that they're locked into. Yeah. Because you, they're, now they're looking, it's like, no, now you're taking game sales. Because you're going to play this for three months, drop it, and pick up the next one. Or maybe one day your buddy wants to play Madden, and hey, you want to buy play Madden. All right, well, I'm going to uninstall FIFA, I'm going to play Madden, I'm going to do that. I still have my save stuff, because so I won't delete that, and then I'll uninstall yeah. Madden, and then I'll reinstall. So, no, they need to have it so that year you pick, you, you when you resubscribe, you go to your manager profile, you listen to the three games you're subscribing for, and those three games are good for the year. If you want anything more, you need to go buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or two, or even one. Uh, but then those games are yours, you immediately get them unlocked on your Xbox code, you get sent a code. I don't know how they want to do it, but the big thing is I would like to see your season and your player progression be able to be able to continue year to year to year to year with new players, with new abilities, with new stuff, and you as the manager of your teams or your NFL stuff being getting all the new information, but still being able to continue your career that you've been working on yep. the entire time instead of just being, you know, one and done or you know, I played for three, four years and it's done. Um, they have a new online system that's amazing. Uh, where they pick their own players, and in Madden you can draft your team and then play in leagues against your buddies, and there are a lot of things that people who are in that world, they can do a lot of stuff there that makes it a lot more interesting versus the, the old traditional thing where you play through the seasons. But I still enjoy playing through the seasons as a manager with my favorite uh, football teams and soccer teams and so on and so forth. Um, so let's talk about a little technology now. Let's move on. Um it's still gaming technology, but I want to talk over some few, some few things here real quick. I want to go over headphones, headsets currently that are out that are worthwhile and, and things you can do with those. And I also want to talk about controllers, and the, uh, specifically the Xbox Elite One controller. So we're going to start with that. Um, I have not put my hands on one as of yet, but I have been online oogling and googling and enjoying what that thing is. First, give me your opinions real quick. What do you think? As it looks to me like the leak control, it is, it, it's the Xbox One control with modifications. Um, the D-pad's different. There is a button in the center that does something like, Switches, not, it's a switch, it switches off to space and stuff like that. Uh, and then there's buttons in the back, which I would enjoy. Like, Call of Duty, I don't want to leave my hand off of the aiming stick to reload. I hate doing that. I hate hitting X while I'm looking around in spots. Okay, I see what you're talking about. So basically, uh, programmable keys allow you for customization to your game. With uh, more options, for instance, maybe um, the in- like there's the instant prone mm-hmm. prone features where you know you get into a firefight and there's the like I think they call it drop shotting where you get yeah. the prone you, you have the instant when you prone. see a guy you drop to the, your knees and file yeah uh, um, there's also the you know reload is a certain button a lot for a lot of people they don't like using the pushing down to sprint. Mm-hmm. On the middle thing, they like holding just a button here so they can have more sensitivity and control on their actual controllers. Uh, basically, bring the thumbs up for constant movement, which makes sense. Um, reload is on that button. There's the, you can program and do anything you want. 
the good, the point I want to bring off about it though is Xbox brought this as an elite gaming controller at 150 bucks. Uh, other gaming controllers that you see out there, uh, I think the PlayStation Fall control is roughly 50 bucks. Uh, the PlayStation 4 or other controllers the same price as everybody else. But here, we're, we're looking at pro gaming controllers. You have the Xbox One, which is going through there. I've been quoted as much as $300 for pro gaming controllers for other, uh, for other systems. Uh, and... I mean, even Google can't. I mean, here's a Steam controller. That's only that's just a general controller. Might as well just be an Xbox One controller. Yeah. Um, it does have a quite. It, it's half of the thought of the console. I feel. It's a thought of the PlayStation Four. Oh wow! It's actually half of the PlayStation Four. Place or new Xbox One. Hundred and fifty bucks. So here we go. Here's here's Mad Cat's gaming pad for three two hundred and seventy nine dollars is supposed to be for the PlayStation four two. So the the thing is I've been I've been told that it's right around three hundred dollar range is what we're looking at for another Pro Elite controller. And Xbox brought you something equivalent to it at, at $150. bucks. And from what I'm told about uh, this controller is I've heard and read it's, it's, it's equivalent and does the same thing that other gaming controllers do. So Pogbank, Grammarle keys, the different key slots, feel, functionality, speed, all that other stuff. Everything other other pro gaming controllers do, but at a price that is affordable to the more affordable to the average person. Yeah, but still cost a half of an Xbox One console. I'm not saying this is. I would never buy one of these for my wife. Yeah, I would vaguely half think about getting for one one of these. Possibly, if I ever started getting serious, I'd have to be like, "Hey, we're putting a Call of Duty team together, and we're going to compete for actual prizes and money." On the online world, you know, we're gonna we're gonna put some time and effort into. Yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat if we're doing that because then I have a control that I don't have to take my hit button off to one. Um, I have more sensitivity one and look things. I don't have to change my hand to look. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we'll. Uh, what was the other thing I was gonna say we're gonna cover? Oh, headphones, headphones, headphones. Actually, you know what? And we have a couple of friends that are uh, involved, have, a, have different headphones, and we, we're Turtle Beach fans. Yeah, I, I do Turtle Beaches if I can afford them. Uh, most of the time, like, he relies on sound when he plays. I, I'm one of those selected few that can turn off the sound and still play as good as I did before. I, uh, since I, I, I uh... I move, I don't run and gun when I play games. I, I'm slow and careful, and I... After I played my first time with a good set of Turtle Beach headphones, I, I pretty much really rely on my hearing. I even use the perks where it turns up people's footsteps that are running mm-hmm. louder. That's part of the reason I shoot so many teammates at Hardcore. Yeah. It's because I hear them and I just pre-fire when I know they're coming. And I kill a teammate then, which is stupid. In Battlefield, they don't really work very well because there's so much going on. Yeah. It's really, really hard to tell. Occasionally, it's gotten me out of some trouble when I'm on a point and I need to listen. But most of the time, it's just... There's a lot of footsteps, a lot of trampling, a lot of... There's just things going everywhere. So it's very pointless. But at Call of Duty, it's a lifesaver. You know, what what, what type of headphones do you want? Uh, They're actually not... I think they're reasonably priced. A lot no, of them are. Uh, when you want to get into the ones that do a lot of multi-functioning, for instance, I've been looking at headphones that are pure wireless headphones for my Xbox One, along with pure multimedia Bluetooth headphones for my cell, cell phone, cell things. phone, your laptop, like anything yeah. has Bluetooth. Yeah, anything like that, and those are. Three hundred bucks. Wow. 
Yeah, and it's kind of like, well, I don't want to travel with $300 in my headphones on me for an airport and things like that. Like, Where they can get confiscated and you can't get anything paid for them. Yeah, or anything, just, just anything like that. But the part of being able to put on a game and then hook it up to my phone and run music or my own personal things or cell like cell phone calls and things like that you can get for a cheaper cheaper headset that will do the cell phones but the actual media media portion multimedia portion that's only those are right around the two three hundred dollar range and um for turtle beaches and i haven't found anything else other than that so i've been i've been just thinking about eyeing um maybe just some regular bluetooth headphones for now until i can Save up and get to get this, but I mean, I'll, I'll go into all those options next week. Actually, you know what? We're deep enough into this. Uh, I can only speak to Xbox One's headsets they got coming out here. I think are I think these the XO Sevens. No, those are not it. XO Sevens are the mid-range ones. They have Bluetooth, but don't have a. They're wireless. They go off through the optical out. They allow you to still be wireless on here. Your uh, your um your Xbox One, but don't allow you to connect wirelessly from other media. Sites. Yeah, other media devices. I didn't tell me they put them on sale. No. All right. Uh, these are. Oh, these are refurbished. That's why they're on sale. Oh yeah. The the Turtle Beach Elite 800Xs. So these are the, the headphones I've been looking at. They do Bluetooth. They do 100% wireless. Even the mic is wireless. There's no cable going to your controller anymore. It's plugged into a USB. And the sound mm -hmm. handles through the USB to the Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, they have, let's see if I can show you this real quick. They have this dock that is amazing. Look at this dock right here. This thing is Wow. So he's put in that dock, and that's how it charges. Um the dock is also the wireless connection to your back to your headphones, the whole nine yards. They fleek, they're sexy, and around the house, I cannot think of anything better. That they they do Android, Mac, Windows, PC, everything. So you know, for anything around this house that I could use them for, I just I can't think of anything else that you'd want to do. Uh, in the case of uh, headsets, but at I mean one ninety nine refurbished. That's refurbished. I mean, I'm trying to find the original cost price right here, and they don't even they don't even have them out here. I can show you on Amazon here in a little bit, but they're two ninety nine. I know they're two ninety nine, mm -hmm. and two ninety nine for headphones is just it's overkill. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, see, here's the PlayStation version of them right there. Mm -hmm. $2.99, add to cart right there. Just come on. And the, the funny part is the difference between a play, this PlayStation one and the Xbox one. Uh, I, I ended up buying the ones I'm, I'm using right now. I'm actually using PlayStation 4's mm -hmm. headphones right now. I'm using PlayStation 4 headphones. I'm using the... The PSX, PS2 force. These right here. The ones that are 6299. These jerks. Because it uses an optical out to come out of the Xbox One. Yeah. So it's an optical out to the Xbox One to a wireless adapter. So that goes. Only thing I need the the thing on the. I only need the Xbox One adapter for to it is to play, put in, and listen to talk the mic. Yeah. There's an adapter for the mic out to that. It's supposed to go mini mic to a PS. Four controller to mini, mini to mini, yeah. coming across, and that how you, that's how you talk because it had, it wasn't fully wireless. Yeah. They have Bluetooth built into them, which is awesome because I can take phone calls, so I can actually sync it to my phone, mm -hmm. Bluetooth my phone, and take a phone call with the wife, somebody. So else. you can listen to music and no, only phone calls, voice only. That's what I'm saying. So it's the Bluetooth, but they. They they manipulated they did something in their firmware that only allows you to do it to Bluetooth so I can't listen to music and stuff like that inside of them. So I dropped a hundred and ten dollars for these headphones. They were on sale, mm -hmm. thinking you know they said Bluetooth and I didn't do my research, and now I'm out a hundred and ten dollars for these headphones because I thought they were going to be a good answer. Yeah. So 
um, you know, what I've been thinking about doing is what might be a better option, and I would love your opinion, and we'll do some research to talk about this more next week, is if I could find a good set of Bluetooth headphones for a PC that connected Troy, do all this other stuff, but then just use the cable for the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Uh, gaming and stuff. And uh, if there's something out there that's decently priced out there that's that's like that, and I'm pretty sure there is, mm-hmm. um, and I think that would be a good option for a mediocre range thing. Yep. But, uh, you have anything else to say to that? No, I, I'm good. I... I have all I need right now. Uh, I mean, you're using... What are you using? I'm using a GVC... Like knock off things, whatever, with the... Does the mic work on that for everybody? Yeah. Okay, so he's just using some knockoff whatever PC all-in-one tablet, phone... Yeah. Cell phone, whatever, yeah. headphones to use. It has just a mic built into them, too. Mm-hmm. It's probably some. It's probably some lame PC gaming. Nah, it's actually for music. Music with the, what? Just over the ear cell phone yeah. usage. Okay. They, they have a, They have it on the scroll bar on the top. Oh, okay. Two ninety nine. I ended up drawing to win some of these and they didn't get nothing out of it. But hey, two ninety nine to do what you want to do. And I've been eyeing these things. But Xbox, another Xbox One console is that price. Yeah, I know. You know, so how much do I want to get into accessories on this? Now it does everything I want. You know, I could I could put on headphones, hook it to my TV, hook it to my Xbox One, hook it to my my, my laptop for Bluetooth, or my phone for media, listen to a podcast. When a cutscene comes up, just pop, pause my phone real quick, listen to it, listen to the cutscene. This there, put on, you know. Music, podcast, whatever I want to listen to while I'm, I'm gaming, while I don't, when I'm doing single player action stuff. So, I don't know. 200 bucks is a lot to swallow. I don't think, or $300 actually, it's $299. Uh, I don't think too many gamers out there would spend $300 out there for headphones. I wouldn't. Um, not when there's simpler, cheaper options available. So, I think that's going to be it. We're about an hour and ten minutes into this by the time I get done cutting it down. Yeah. An hour and ten minutes into this podcast. Hey, it's been fun, y'all. Uh, you have any last words? No, I I don't. I don't have any last words. All right, well, it's been fun, everybody. We're going to leave you with a little sultry tones of some other music that we found laying around in our music store recently.